One bro speed runners, noobs and leads, welcome once again to the Gamer Podcast! Welcome to episode 15 of the Idiot Gamer Podcast. With me here today is Mr. Matthew Angel. Hello. It's an IG cuddle, just the two of us. It is, because Andy's now a local radio celebrity. He is. And uh, Matt he... Holland has a basement full of water. So. I wonder if he still does. Best wishes, Matthew. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, Andy's using his podcast fame to uh, do some real real radio, in inverted commas. Yeah, yeah, it's, but... it's fake radio, because this is the future. Exactly. So. We're here keeping it real. Yeah. And uh, in the news this week are a couple of interesting things. Uh, Matt, tell me what is going on with this Destiny nonsense. Uh, well, it went free to play on PS Plus. Free? Yeah, yeah. You mean it's free? Yeah, so Bungie aren't getting any more money out of people. I don't believe you. You're right, because <laughs> the Forsaken expansion is now out. It, oh. It's much like the base game. It's got glowing reviews, and, and it's saying, oh, it fixes all the problems that Destiny 2 had, despite the fact that when the reviews for Destiny 2 came out, they said, oh, this is amazing. And then three months later, everyone hates it again. So yes. it was interesting. I, I took a look at Metacritic, and when it first came out, all the, the reviews were like greens in the 80s or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then when the PS, <laughs> no, the PC version came out a few months later, it was all like beige, like oh. sort of 50s, um, because people had got bored of it. Um, and I, I, I played it for a bit. I did get bored of it. Yeah. And that this is what they do. They sell a, a very limited lifespan game, get a lot of money out of it, and then they actually release another full price expansion to try and keep the money rolling in because they're money grabbing assholes. That um, does sound about right. Yeah, but people but still buy it. And What's and, in this Forsaken thing then that's I don't getting know. everyone excited? There's already controversy because it's got a weapon in it that people who bought the base game had to work really hard to get. And they they said, oh, we, we don't like the fact that it's only these top-level players who've got this gun. So we're going to release it in the expansion. And obviously all those top-level oh, players shit. are just like, you what? So some people that have been grinding yeah. for years now... yeah. And they, everyone's got this gun. There, there's there's moaning about like shaders and loot and stuff. I, I don't really right. get it. But, okay, um, okay. but yeah... I, I started to think about the people who people still buy it. It's, it yeah. I, I I banished one of uh, my colleagues from the office for <laughs> trying to talk about it the other day. Um, uh, Thou shalt not yeah, yeah. talk about Destiny Two. Yeah, it, I, it was like, yeah, just get out, get out. But um, I get the feeling if they were the villagers, like if if Destiny Two were the villagers in in. Um, the boy who cried wolf, yes. they would still be believing this boy who's crying wolf because yeah. Bungie is shouting wolf and everyone's going off and buying it. So The problem is that these 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 games, as we've discussed many times before, are the result of an incredibly ke- clever and carefully produced psychological game that locks you into wanting to play it, even though you don't really want to play it anymore. Yeah, I... and, and all of these things, like you say, so they make it free to play. They're going to get a load more people playing. They're going to get a load more people hooked onto that thing. Yeah, yeah. And then people are going to spend 50 quid to change their suit from blue to green. But I think I, I find it more like horrible that Bungie are doing it this way, because if you look at the way Blizzard... And Blizzard are terrible for this sort of yeah. stuff normally. But what they've done with Overwatch and what... Um, whoever does Fortnite does. I always yeah. forget. Um, Epic. Epic Games. Uh, they did free updates to keep it interesting. Yes. Yeah, whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. Bungie always want 30, 40 quid to continue That's your true. enjoyment. That's true. The expansions the are paid for, aren't they? Uh, it's very much the EA or Activision or yes. Ubisoft way of going. And, and typically Blizzard have done the same. But um, Well, in more, uh, more positive news, yep. uh, Spider-Man came out this week. Uh-huh. Marvel Spider-Man. Yep. And it went straight to the top of the charts and has smashed all records for this year. So best-selling game of the year. Yes. Uh, as after the result of some pretty positive reviews on various websites yeah. and all, all over the place, um, there was one thing that came out this week is that loads of people have been finding Easter eggs and cool stuff yeah, yeah. as they go around the city. Um, the photo mode is wicked and loads yeah. of people are posting great photos. The best ones I've seen have been the ones of... Uh, 
Spidey like thumbs upping by Ben Parker's ben grave. grave. Yeah, I saw that one <laughs> where it's just like, hey. <laughs> so those have been very popular on the Reddit. And everyone loves the finger guns. You can the go finger guns. You go around finger doing guns. finger guns, which is very cool. But there was one Easter egg uh, that was that had a slightly sad story attached to it. Really? Uh, was you... it was it the real Uncle Ben? They found his oh, body. Oh come on! It wasn't that dark. Turns out that Aunt May is actually Spider Man's mum, but with Lex. I'm Luther. not sure I like the Aunt May. Have you met her yet? Oh, if you haven't played it, have you? No, I, I didn't can't. even tell you this. I bought it. You I bought own it. it. I I cancelled my pre-order. Not not through an, a will to not play it, but because there's far too many games out at the moment. Yeah, I just got bored the other day, and I was in Tesco, and I was like, why not? Yeah, yeah. And I thought then because I'm going like I've got some work stuff happening over the next couple of weeks, but then I thought when I get back, it'll be there. Yeah, yeah. and I can have started, so I have started, and it's pretty cool. Uh, one thing that is that did annoy me okay. was after like ten minutes, there was a Stan Lee cameo, and I was like. Damn you, right. Marvel! Now, Andy, stop it with your Stan Lee. Was it Andy or Matt Holland who gave me a load of grief for not liking Stan Lee <laughs> cameos? There's just so many of them now. But also, it's it's starting to become a little bit uh, cringeworthy. It was also like Uncanny Valley. Yeah, Stanley, which oh, is the worst Stanley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so there's this Easter egg, which right. is pretty cool. So you're wandering around, and on, um, you know, outside a, a cinema, you get the films up on yeah. that big board. Instead of having the film names on the board, it's got such and such, will you marry me? Oh. And it turned out that this was something that one of the developers asked if he could put in. So they put it in, and it was supposed to be this thing, and then he sent his girlfriend like a link or whatever, yeah. and it was going to be, when the game released, I can send her this link, she'll go to the thing and she'll see the thing isn't that she, lovely yeah she dumped him two weeks before the game came amazing uh, so now for, it's still um, in there for Uncle Ben's corpse <laughs> I've, I've just got to jump in in case anyone I'm aware Lex Luthor is in DC I was joking about him be, like basically being Father Man Father Man Spider Spider Man's Who father the fuck is Father Man Spider uh, well it's like Fathers for Justice you know they all dressed up as superheroes <laughs> one of them was called Father Man oh dear yeah so that was a rather sad little one but uh I love the fact that they allowed him to do it. I think I'm, that's I'm just thinking cool. the last time that a woman in the gaming community dumped a male, it Come started on now. Gamergate. Come on now. You've always got to go dark, Matt. Always no, no. got to go dark. I'm just saying, like, you know, they're not known for the most rational of responses, the men who uh, work in the games well, industry. no, that is true. But this, in this case, this guy was, was unjustly maligned, I feel. Okay, bloke. But, but he might have inserted her grave into the game as Why well. Why are you just... constantly talking about graves? Well, you started it with it's Uncle Ben's very Ben's strange. Grave. But yes, so Spider-Man's out and Despite Matt's uh, slightly uh, sort of film noir uh, view of it, it's actually a very colourful and very oh, nice can you game. Imagine a film noir version of Spider Man. It's pretty good. You can It'll do that be... in the photo mode. <gasps> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, you, I will buy it once You I can visit all the games. gravestones you want to visit. My friend. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like I'm going to do a whole series. Matt, Matt visits graves in Spider Man. There's quite a few churches. The, the, um, just talk about Spider Man for a minute. Mm. It is. It looks amazing. It does. It does look fucking incredible. Um, and just just going around the city, you can uh, traverse a city using your web swing in mm -hmm. a very simple way. Yeah. So basically, you just hold down right two, yeah. and you'll just swing around. Which oh, right. is pretty so sweet. you don't have to keep like one no. of the criticisms I heard was that people were saying that their their finger was getting no, really. No, no, no. You can literally hold it down and push forward, and it will swing all the way right, through. Right. Okay. But he'll do it in like a in a in a less exciting fashion. Right. He'll just kind of oh, swing so his way if through. You, if you sort of like. You nurse. can zip from building to building nurse. or change it up or whatever. Yeah, nurse the button, release it, right, and click okay. it back on. But if you're just trying to get somewhere and you're not really paying full attention or whatever, you can just hold down R2 and it'll web swing its it way there. It seems like it should have some sort of auto-swing function where you can just press a button and go to make a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. and it just, just gets he you just there. keeps going. Well, yeah, yeah. the map is huge, so you wouldn't really complain about that because the map is massive. And at one point, and I'm still on that, you know, like at the start of a lot yeah. of RPG-type games, the first string of missions are all strung yeah, together yeah. so it gives you the illusion that you're in the open world well, already, I was gonna but ask, really it's tying them together so so is the whole world open to you at the start it is okay. i could just wander off and do whatever okay, i want nice. to do but the first few missions like as soon as you stop as soon as you finish one mission you start having a swing around yeah you get a message like oh you should go and do this thing you should go and do this so it's really trying to teach you all the different stuff but it's not like if you go too far you die like no in, no, no. In you could games. fuck it all off yeah, completely yeah, yeah. and at one point 
because there's a bunch of collectibles, and I'm a bit of a sucker for just yeah, like yeah. wandering around collecting stuff. If if tra- if traversal is fun, yeah, that's what I did in Crackdown. Just spent the whole time just searching for orbs. Yeah, I spent a lot of time on uh, Infamous, the original one. Yeah, just doing that because it was so fun getting around the city. Yeah, so. so you'll probably get the same thing from this. So at one yeah. point, I was just like, I'm just gonna go and find some of these backpacks and just swinging around and finding a load of them. But it's really at the moment, I'm in that early stage where everything is cool. Yeah. Like everything you yeah. do is like, oh, that's weird. And you can you can drop in and uh, whenever you see, once you, oh, you do have to hit towers. So you hit these towers and it unlocks a certain area. Not for you to go there, but it just shows up shit. So that, so that Assassin's Creed style. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But there isn't really a fog because you can just, fly around wherever yeah, yeah. You want and see stuff. But I think it was the same in Assassin's Creed, maybe, wasn't it? Yeah, where, maybe. where it just wouldn't show you what missions were available. Yeah, that's that what area. this is. Yeah, So it's a bit Ubisoft-y, I but it is, quite, it is quite... It is fine. Um, and once you do that, then in those areas, it will sh- you'll be able to see uh, any crimes that are going <gasps> on. And irregardless of any story or anything, there's just constantly crime. What sort going of on. crime? Uh, they're usually holding up a, a, a jewellery store okay. or someone's getting mugged. Or I had one instance where... A snitch was being taken down by some oh. mobster types. It's pretty cool. Did you let that one go? Because everyone knows snitches get stitches. She, 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 snitches, snitchels get snitchels. Yes. Um, I, I let her go and I, I told her to go because she looked in a bad way. So Spidey told her to go and sort herself out. You can go to this refuge, refuge right, and get some help. Surely she should go into witness protection because she's not going to last long. No, Spider-Man does not follow any police procedure whatsoever. Really? He okay. literally, he knows that she was a snitch, right? And then he beat up all these mobsters. He just leaves them, like, lying in the street. Says to her, oh, you should probably go and get some free soup from this place, and then fucks off. And then it turns out that the place that he told her to get the free soup Was from, a mob stronghold. No, that would have oh, been, been brilliant. No, it was Aunt May's charity thing so right. really it was just a story tie-in because he's like oh yeah now i might go and see aunt may is like, oh yeah there yeah, yeah and there she is getting beaten up by the mobsters and who work for aunt may. yeah exactly well i don't know what kind of operation she's running but it was a very busy shelter put it I, that way. I wish it had some sort of development to his crime fighting so did you ever watch uh one punch man Yes, yeah. I heard about. I didn't watch it, but oh, I right. heard about. So they've part. effectively got levels of superheroes, and the different levels determine what crimes you go after. And nice. it'd be brilliant if at the start of the game you're only going after jaywalkers, and, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, people who are using one-way systems incorrectly. Or yes, and, and then you build up to, you know, just just like blue-collar well, crime and stuff. that might be good because I find the Spidey to be quite weak to begin with. Weak, weak. But well, he's got all his skills. He does he? have all of his skills, and he is supposed to be like well into his crime fighting career. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was dying a lot, and now I realise that I am shit, and I yeah. don't you know, pretend otherwise. Have you turned the difficulty way down? I've now turned it way right. nice. down, Good and I work. still die. I still die on the on the on the like mm. idiot level of uh, <laughs> difficulty. Um, yeah, so I think mate, I'm doing something wrong. I'm basically button mashing. Yeah, so yeah, any criticism that comes my way, I fully accept. But it is it is quite hard. I've, You've got to focus on the guys. Like there are certain baddies that are shooting guns at you, whatever. Yeah, take and them certain, out first. Yeah, take those bastards out first. But I'm still yet to really get to grips with the skill tree and everything because within the first ten minutes of the game, there is just like a million things going on. Brilliant. It's like there's this thing. You can upgrade this thing with tokens. You can upgrade this thing with a different type of tokens. You can do this with this. And you and after a while I was just clicking through the menu like fuck this. I'm never going to remember any of this. Stuff. You've just you've just mentioned tokens. Tokens. Yeah. In game currency. There I, there doesn't seem to be any kind there's of There's no pay. It's XP basically. Uh, but there's no way of No, not that okay. I'm aware of. No, no. I think it's just XP but different varieties of XP. Good so work. it seems that there's like eight or ten different modifiers that you can do to improve your skills or your, Mm -hmm. you know, base levels or whatever. Uh, But I haven't yet really worked out what I want to do with any of it. So so a lot of the skill upgrades I haven't done yet. Okay. There's one skill upgrade where you can do tricks while you're web swinging. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'm guessing that doesn't add anything other than excitement to you as you're playing. No, and you can get some regular XP by doing it, which is quite cool. So I got that one, but all the other stuff I'm not really sure about yet there are suit upgrades there are gadget upgrades and then there's another one that i can't remember i've got to ask because obviously in like arkham asylum batman's not killing the people yes is, is it implied that spider-man is killing these people it's, or it's is never is he... said it's sort of implied because all of the um all of the interactions you have you just kind of beat them up and leave them on the floor 
you leave them on the floor because Batman would would certainly like leave them with a like note on, attached to them outside the police station or something. Yeah, yeah. I, so I mean, he sw- he's working with this cop called Yuri, and she uh, is always on the phone to him, like, "Go here, go there, solve the, you know, help these guys out." With I've this, heard she's this a very strong character. She is a strong yeah, character, and um, but she's basically getting Spider Man to do the fucking police work for her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really what's going on. Do you reckon she's claiming overtime for that? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because she's, she's not going, getting paid for shit. Yeah. She, she's going, oh, oh, can you work late tonight? We've got the robbery yeah. song. And she's just like, yes, not a problem. And she goes home, puts her feet up, and then like rings Spider Man. Just goes, <laughs> there's a there's a there's a jewelry store. And, like you know, is he underage? I can't remember. How old is he? Well, I watched Spider Man Homecoming today. Yeah, and he was fourteen in that. So let's Ooh, say he's fourteen. Crikey, that is young. He should he shouldn't be allowed to be working. But also, a police officer sending him out there. That's that sounds it's not, questionable. Yeah, yeah, very. Questionable. It's highly questionable. Uh, so yeah, so you're swinging a rap. This is the best review of Spider Man ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> but Spider Man is swinging around. He's doing his thing. He's got. He's doing all the upgrades and bits and bobs. And I'm following through a fairly linear story thing in a minute yeah. whilst opening up all of this other stuff. Nice. But I guess I played for like two hours or something. Yeah. So I'm not really I'm no. not really massively into it yet, but it is very good. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna buy it, but I'm waiting till all the other games are are like out of my system. So. Yes, that's a good plan. Talking of which we will take a very, very short break and then we're going to come back and you're going to tell me about all of the various games you've been playing because you've been on quite a few, I think, right? Uh, yeah. It, I mean, we, we, we haven't talked for a few weeks. so That is true. And I've played another game as well. Mm-hmm. Ah. I think we may have played the same game. I think game. we might have done. Yeah. Right, so we'll take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Right. So, Matt, you have been playing some new games. But before we get on to those exciting games that you've been okay. playing... Let's talk about a game that we both played. Okay. So we both played Two Point Hospital. We did. And I, you know my view on it. I do. I haven't heard your view on it. Okay. So what did you think? I thought it was exactly what my brain remembers Theme Hospital to be. Yeah, absolutely. So probably if I played Theme Hospital now, it would be terrible. Yeah. But in my head... Like, Two Point Hospital did nothing new. I was like, oh, I'm just playing Theme Hospital. Yeah, yeah. So, in that respect, and I know that's really what it was trying to do, uh-huh. perfect job. Yeah, It did an it. amazing job. It, it's like if you just gave it a graphical upgrade and yeah. a few little tweaks, like you can change the room shape. Yes, Whereas that it, helps. historically, yes. it was yeah, like... Yeah. Um, but everything that I kind of wanted to do, and I've only played the first level and a little bit of the second one, Yeah. Uh, everything I wanted to do and all the little things that... that I was like, oh, will it let me do this? It let me do all of them, yeah. basically. So all the little bits and bobs that I wanted to do. I liked, I don't know if this, if it had the janitors thing on, on the hospital. but they weren't quite as in-depth. Because I quite like that. Yeah, I like yeah, that. I do as well. That you've got this constant like issue of machines breaking yeah, yeah. and having to deal with that on oh. one level. And then every so often you get these um, incoming events. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. certain hospital has, 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 has lost their... Uh, has lost their light bulb yeah, yeah. wing and you need to come in and you need to solve all the light bulb cases. It's like, awesome. And then a whole bunch of people come you need to be prepared yeah, for it. That's it, very cool. I I really like... Also, what I really liked was that it doesn't punish you for making a mistake. No. So in, in most of these games, it'd be like, oh, you've built something for like, you know, £100,000 or something. And, oh, you've put it in the wrong place. You need to delete that and then build it again for 100000 yeah. This one will just let you move the entire thing, reshape it, do whatever you that want. That is very it. helpful because I found that as I was going along, especially the first time you play it, you're learning, right? Yeah. And so you want to be able to move. You don't want to be like living in this really fucked up hospital because yeah, yeah, you made yeah. one mistake on the first 10 minutes you played. So in that right. respect, I think very, very good. Yeah. It, it doesn't really signpost that, but you learn it quite quickly yes. when you start going, oh, yeah. God. Um, I mean... I don't know about you, but the first first thing you have to do is build a GP yeah. office. And uh, it, it says, right, minimum is three by three. And I was like, well, minimum? Screw that. And I, I did like a 15, <laughs> 15 by six. And then I put all the stuff in. Oh, and it jurious. was just like basically in just one corner. And I'm just like... Yeah. Oh, and I thought maybe I can put another desk in there so you can have my... Oh, no. no. So I was like, oh, God, I've made this giant... G-. And it turns out you can just yeah, delete half resize of it. Yeah, it. It's very yeah. good. And uh, Yeah, I did really enjoy that. And as you start playing it, you realise what the requirements are for the different things. Yeah. And then there's in-game currency, again, which you can use to spend stuff on. Yeah. Um, but what I found with that was that, that 
you're basically buying buffs in yeah, a lot yeah. of cases, which is quite cool. So you can buy like a painting that goes on this wall that will yeah, buff yeah. the effectiveness of that room. Uh, and so after a while, I was like, yeah, shit, yeah, I'm going to start buying all this stuff yeah, yeah. and buffing all these different things. And I quite like the way that works, that you do an unlock and then it still has a monetary value. So like yeah, yeah. you've got your unlock, you can use it in any hospital you want, and yeah. then you can build up your your library really of all that stuff. It's yeah, really yeah. cool. Um, and, and I like the fact that all these unlocks are like, you know, all nice little things you can put in to make your yes. hospital look a bit yeah, nicer. Yeah. So. And when the, uh, like I had the inspector dude come round. Oh yeah, brilliant. And he pops up and he assesses the hospital. And if you're doing well, you're going to get a bonus. And if you're not doing well, you're not going to get shit. Yeah. But I like the way that he comes around. First of all, that his little animated guy comes around and does double thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, happy. Um, but I also like the way that he's disappointed if you haven't made any improvements. Yeah, yeah. Like, you might have everything working perfectly, mm-hmm. but he, what he's looking for is you to have improved on last time. So you can't get complacent. You've always got to be doing something. That is something that you will you will experience those people must have worked in some sort of either healthcare or restaurant (laughs) or even science because where i work we have a similar thing where you get an audit and even if it's really good next year they want you to have improved and it's it's very very similar yes um so that's actually quite realistic yeah it's like a lesson in kaiser what i love is you watch him and he's just having a jolly old time rummaging through the bins and all sorts (laughs) it's just like goes into the toilets has a look around yeah there's a lot of nice thought that's gone into the animations and everything else it's really cool and although it is like andy would say oh you know it's like work i've got to keep doing all these things i actually he's not here so we can't fucking defend himself Uh, but I actually found it to be fairly relaxing. It, it like is. it's not you can choose the pace because you've got the three different I, speeds. I, I had nice. one time, like in one of the easy hospitals, where I was just having people dying left, right, and centre. And the worst <laughs> thing is I didn't feel bad. I was just like I was just going, Oh well. Let them like, die. Oh, they're just ho- getting hoovered yeah, up. Yeah, as long as you've got a janitor that can yeah, hoover them up Ghostbusters style, yeah, you're yeah. absolutely fine. So yeah, two point hospital, I think I will that will be a game that I will just kind of tick away on yeah, every now and again. It's a kind of last minute at night, I'll have a few game you know have a few minutes on there's quite nice um yeah it kind of links into one of the games that i've been playing obviously i've been playing two-point hospital but another game which is uh dragon quest 11 came out and obviously i've been talking about this at length we've asked you many times about it i still don't understand well dragon quest 8 was one of the greatest jrpgs of all time um this one is not quite as good as um the other one I, i would say it's not as good as eight but that doesn't make it a bad game and i was thinking that about two-point hospital as well is that it's okay to have a game that's just you know it's really nice to play it's not the greatest game ever made it's not the worst game ever made and and i was thinking about this because when i look at metacritic which i look at a lot user scores are generally either zeros or tens the people who like the game will give it a 10 and the people who don't like the game will give it a zero yes it's a zero sum game so effectively you get you get a six or something usually um or a three or something depending on how unpopular it is but um yeah it's it's interesting because dragon quest did what um i i ragged on nino kuni 2 a bit and i'm i'm still massively disappointed by that game because it did deteriorated from what the first one was and, and any game should should not it wasn't even a graphical improvement we're talking about constant improvement here yeah yeah kaizen and, get your kaizen on well but the graphics weren't even better that it was a downgrade on that yes. and, yeah, and yeah. the gameplay was worse whereas with this the gameplay is almost identical but they it feels a bit shallower right but it's still a lovely pleasant experience jim sterling said that he said it's a fine game it's a pleasant okay, thing yeah, to play. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like two point hospital is something i'm going to dive in and out of because it's it's such a pretty game and it's you know, there's there's no real hatred in that game. Even sure. the, the you know, even the bad guys kind of have a, a good reason for doing what they're doing. It's <laughs> like it's it and, and all the monsters in it are just just funny and cute and stuff yeah. like that. And it's just a pleasant, pleasant game. How much uh how much audio content, how much um like spoken lines are there for the baddies, or is it mostly text? Uh there's a lot of cutscenes at the start. It's very slow going and, okay. and that's all voiced. The main protagonist uh doesn't speak at all. Okay. Um, but all the other characters do speak. Okay. And, and nice. sometimes they're a little like they've all got British Brit- <laughs> Uh, it was the same, I think, in Nino Cooney, the first one, where one of the main guys had a thick Welsh accent. In these, <laughs> nice. they've all got thick, um, sort of English dialects to them. So oh, there's like, cool. or, or or British, like so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there'll be like a Newcastle accent. There'll be a West Country accent nice, and stuff. And it's it's nice. just really nice, but it can get a little bit draining. Like, okay, uh, but it is well voiced then. Really well voiced, nice. and, and it's really pretty. It, it 
it's the first game that I've thought I wish I had a PS Pro for this. Okay, so, yeah. okay, nice. Um, and I'm just enjoying it. It's just a lovely place to be. How is the How is the combat? Very good. Yeah, it's it's the same as uh, it's turn based combat. Yeah, but they've done this thing where you can actually turn it so you only control the main character. Oh, that's quite nice. Add. Yeah, so you don't have to go through all the other different. But characters. I want to control them all, but right. it gives me that option. Okay. And quite frankly, yeah, cool. I do not know why. Like Final Fantasy is the worst for this, turning it into an action RPG. Yeah, where they can't just go, okay, you can do this if you want, but we're going to give you this option of just going through a list of of your commands and okay. stuff. Um, and I don't know why more games don't do that. Yes, and and yeah, it's lovely yeah. with with regards. How does it compare then? Because you recently also played Octopath Traveler. I did on the Switch. How does this compare to Octopath? They're very very similar in okay. terms of, it, but their reference points are different. So. Dragon Quest Eleven is an update of an old style of JRPG from the sort of PS2 era. Right. It, it's that sort of level, and it's lovely for that because it, it, you know, it keeps the turn-based combat. It keeps the loveliness of that. It just updates the graphics, really. Whilst, yeah. like I said, being a bit shallower, it's got rid of a few options that I would have loved to have in it. Um, Octopath Traveler is effectively a, a, the equivalent but of a SNES RPG. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, again, right. it's turn-based combat. The combat's actually much deeper in that because it's got this system where it, they've each got each enemy has a break value, and if you hit that break value, they skip a turn of their turn-based combat. Yeah, and so you can decide whether you want to hit an enemy just to stop them from attacking the next turn, or whether you want to go after some of the other ones because okay. they're more of a yeah, threat. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got the sort of shallowness that you'd expect from a, a SNES game in terms of it's very repetitive. It's like the storylines aren't particularly good. Uh, I hate, hate, hate the graphics because it's pixel art. <laughs> yes. But in spite of that, because of the turn-based combat and on the go, it's fantastic. So right. I, I, the only quibble I've really got is the fact that A, it's a little bit shallow and B, it, the pixel art. But other than that, it's what I want out of a portable okay. yeah, yeah, RPG. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Dragon Quest is a much deeper affair. Is yes, it? absolutely. Although it takes a long time to open up. It's very much like Final Fantasy thirteen, I think it was, where it's just like linear for the start and then it opens up. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping they'll, got, they'll get a few more things because on the previous one, you could collect the enemies that you were going after. Yeah. And then you could fight them in this arena and stuff. And I don't think it does that anymore. Pokemon so. style. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it's a lovely game. It's not the greatest game of all time, but it's it's well worth if if you like RPGs, uh, yeah. especially cutesy like Pixar style ones. This is far better than Nino Kuni Two. Nice. Well, there is another game is there? that you've been playing that I very much want to hear your opinion on. Another pixely game. Yeah. Uh, I was very tempted by this, but haven't made the jump yet. Is Dead Cells? Yeah. It looks amazing. Just like I saw some people streaming it, I love the graphic style because although it is pixely, it isn't really. It's like using no. that as a kind of foil because and it's actually it's a beautiful looking game actually. Yeah, I I agree. I wish the menus were a bit less snazzy. Oh, I haven't seen the menus. The menus are good? a little bit sort of like typical pixel art sort okay. of stuff, but in game yeah. the pixels are so small that it actually flows it's, yeah. it's almost like a, a sort of i don't know it's natural and yeah. it feels lovely and it actually works really well um, it looks it looked almost a little bit like sort of prince of persia yeah, maybe yeah. style which i always thought looked very cool yeah this and i i the reason i didn't buy it originally was the art style and because i'd seen a lot of screenshots of the menu screens and stuff like that and that put me off a little bit yeah and also there were constant references to dark souls right okay. and those two things put me off and i wish they hadn't but this is this is a uh this is like metroidvania type affair right well it's, it's got three real sort of influences okay so the main one is a sort of metroidvania style crawl although it's slightly different so you go into dungeons you die you go back to the start you find another dungeon they're, they're randomly generated well that that's that's that one of the other influences so that's the um the sort of roguelike yes, element okay, of it yeah. and then you've obviously got the dark souls elements now what they've managed to do is take all of the non-crap parts of dark souls <laughs> and and use them they've taken you know the best bits of sort of metroidvania although it's interesting because in Metroidvania, you'll have a, like it'll, the whole map will be like connected to one another. Yeah, and 
you just can't get to bits of it until you find the thing that you need to get to. I've talked a bit about that with yeah, Zelda yeah, sort yeah. of games where I love that thing where you, you get something that opens up something you've seen previously. Yes, okay, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, in this, it's like small sections. So you start off in, in a prisoner's quarters and then you can find a door somewhere and you go to the next level. But if you die, you go all the way back to the start. Now, the difference right. between this and other roguelikes, because it does have that sort of um, randomness of, of the level, so you don't really get that bored of them because yeah. they're slightly changing, but they've always got the same enemies and the same sort of exits and stuff like that okay. on there. Um, but they're not necessarily in the same place. Now... With um, the actual um, roguelike elements, you can actually, you collect these sort of cells, which are a bit like souls in Dark Souls. Okay. And if you get to the end of a zone, you can spend them on like different weapons. You can spend them on, on permanent upgrades and things ah, like that. Okay, cool. And those actually start off at the, well, the weapons don't start, they're randomly dropped, but actually you can spend your cells on better weapons. So effectively, the more you play it, better weapons and better drop. each round is and also be. you can yeah, get things like okay. you don't start off with any heals you can spend cells to have one heal per per like for the whole dungeon yeah for each dungeon and then gradually you can get two gradually three and what this means is it's almost impossible at the start of the game because you start off with either a bow a shield or a, a sword like two of the three yeah and they're really basic and then you you drop other stuff and and you get better um it's impossible, I think, to win, to beat the Dead Cells on your first go. Right. Yeah, because okay, effectively, yeah, yeah. you're making the game easier for yourself by playing Yeah, that's more. quite good, though, because it means that yeah. it means that you are, there is some benefit yeah, yeah. to playing and dying. Playing and what's play. amazing is it, there have been times where I have felt massively OP in some of these things. So I have gone through two or three of these levels, yeah. just absolutely wiping the floor. Just because that, that, that game's weapon drop was yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, but okay. then you get onto the fourth one and you go, I'm massively underpowered and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, and nice. gradually it opens up new things. So it's constantly throwing more and more things, but it also um, drops things like, so for example, uh, you start off with a double jump, but then you get to activate these vines that go up. So that opens up different places, not just in the whole game, yeah. but in the maps you've already like played. So you've seen ah, this thing. That's cool. And there's multiples of these. I'm still nowhere near. But what's lovely is at the start in the dungeon, yeah. you've got these little glass things hanging from the ceiling and that has every a space for every item in the game so you can see how many of the things you've done oh, that, i have, that's a nice I have played this for about i would say 30 hours oh boy and i am about i've got about a quarter of the stuff and i wow. I'm, I'm still mad i absolutely adore this game and it's still fun to go back to yeah, yeah um i i played it for about three hours today Nice. I, I bought it on the Switch yeah. because I played it on the PS4 and I thought this is going to be brilliant portable. It actually showed up some of the problems I've got with the Switch in that it doesn't have a decent D-pad and you want a D-pad because okay. with the analog stick, you might occasionally make the wrong direction and that actually hurts you. Gotcha. But yes. the key thing is it's not... It is difficult for the sake of it at the start because it's it's supposed to be like, you know, you're not powerful enough. Yeah. But... I've never felt that I've died because the game has been too, you know, unfair. Yes, yeah, yeah. And because you know you it's can It's not like Dark Souls where the camera will clip yeah. you into a fucking corner and you can't see anything. And because or... I've died on that run, but I've got something. I've upgraded some weapons or I've... I've... Yeah, okay, you always get something. Yeah, you feel like you've progressed. Nice. So it, it's a lovely game. I... Is there an end game of any kind? Like what? There's a what, final boss. What, what's the goal? What's so, the end so goal? Effectively, once you get there's bosses all the way through this, and there is okay. a, a final boss that you beat. But once you beat that, which I haven't yet, so I'm assuming, yeah, you still want to play it again because you you will unlock. I, I wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if once you unlock the final boss, yeah, something else. But unlocks. if each level that you start with is randomly generated, how do you how how does it know when to like present the boss to you? Right, okay. What I mean is the first level is the uh, prison, for example. Yeah. And then you will be able to go to, I think it's the sewers. And then you ah, go to the... Okay, so it's right. it, the style and the enemies will So it be is opening up different zones. It is, but they're not all... In terms of you can't go back to that original zone. It's like a level. So once oh. you go to that one, you can't go back to the original like prisoner's quarters or anything like oh, that. okay. But... As you unlock more things, it will open up different ways of getting to the boss or different things. So effectively, there's different exits oh, you can take okay. in different yeah, ways. Yeah, sounds cool. Sounds it's cool. absolutely brilliant. Is it rock hard? Yes yeah, and okay. no. In terms of 
now that I've played it, I will get through the first three levels without even breaking a sweat. Okay. But then I, I like, it's touch and go whether I'll get through the fourth one. Right. And whereas the first time I played it, I died on the first level. And then yeah. it, it's one of those games where the more you play it, the, the less unfair it feels. Yes. Okay. Nice. Very, very good. Well, yeah. that's very, I, I do quite like the sound of it, but I am just a little bit intimidated, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm going to be, I'm, I'm worried that I might play it and be like, oh shit, that is too much. Well, it's one of those games that I think on PS Plus will either come free at some point or will go down to like six or seven quid. Right. Okay. Um, so I, I would wait for that. It might even go on the Switch. I'd recommend it on the Switch for the amount of hours you're going to put in. But again, you yeah. probably need to buy a controller to play it if you want to play it well. I've so. got the proper controller because nice. I had that for when I was doing Zelda on the big screen. Okay, so I yeah, still yeah. found it impossible uh, to play yeah. for long periods of time. I've I've always maintained that action platformers should have a D-pad. And that yeah. is one of the problems with the Switch controller is that it's got those, those stupid buttons. So I think the Pro do... controller yeah, has yeah. a proper D-pad, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I bought uh, a cheap knockoff, and that's got a D-pad on it, and it's been brilliant. So nice. Well, there we go. So what else is 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 that? What's been on the docket recently? I think. Yeah. Now that I've got Spider Man, that's obviously going to be uh, that's going to be taking up a fair bit of time. I've tried to I've tried to convince myself right <laughs> to not buy the new FIFA and not get involved don't in do FIFA it, madness. Right? Yeah, don't do it. Because it's one of the it's it's just like you're saying about destiny. It's yeah, yeah. it's basically just a, a psychological trap. Yeah, yeah. That I'm getting caught in, I'm and I know it's pointless. I'm starting to think the same thing about uh, Football Manager 19 as well, oh, where I'm just thinking yeah. I want to buy it, but do I need to? Of course, the, th- I don't. the thing I the thing I find with with all the football managers is that actually the new release is really just an excuse for me to get back into it again. Yeah, yeah. it's and, and I always enjoy it. That's the thing, and I always feel like it is you do get your money's worth because yeah. you will play a shitload of hours of it and it is enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, But do you need it? No. Absolutely I, not. I, I never <laughs> used to buy uh, FIFA or Pro Evo like two years running because yeah, I didn't okay. think it was necessary. Yes, like, it's a fair point. I think if you're buying it every other year or every three years, you're going to see that change that is actually better. But Yeah, um, it's a fair point. I know, I know that now these guys are trying to get you with the journey and that kind of stuff because yeah, that is yeah. an episodic thing that you want to play again the next year um and it's fine but you know you play it for a couple of hours and that's that's the end of that yeah i i'm, I'm not going anywhere near it but no, um, i think i'm gonna try and swerve it and put my time into some other stuff um oh one thing about spider-man which i did hear go on it may not be true but i think it is um is that they announced dlc for it before the game they was did released. yeah yeah i've forgotten what it's called but there is dlc like on the on the PS store page already for it. Yeah, I don't think it's out yet. Is it? It's like a month. It's coming out or something. But yeah, I'm um, not sure. I'm not sure what it is at they all. Were, to be that, this is one step away from uh, day one DLC. Which yeah, which is, uh, I was very surprised. And I thought of you because yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I scrolled through the page. I ended up buying a physical copy in the end, but I I scrolled through the page and I saw it there. Spider Man on the left side of the screen, the right side of the screen, a little box. Yeah, with some other name on it. Like, and you're like, hold on a minute. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, I'm I'm a bit frustrated by it, but at the same point, I don't have to buy it, so it's it. That is although I do have acquisition disorder, where if I buy it, (laughs) I will want that, and then I'll never play it to the point where I play the DLC. So yeah, 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 it's a fair Uh, point. So I think uh, there's other stuff that's going to be coming out very soon, though. I think it's a whole bunch of shit that's going to be out within the next month. So Red Dead is obviously going to be out. You probably won't be buying that. Uh, Um, No, I will. You will. Well, if it's got online. Oh, and you guys are playing online. I yeah, will buy we, it. yeah, that's that's probably right. But, yeah, probably will be. But I'm I might take that as my opportunity to buy Spider Man and wait and see yes. whether you guys yeah, yeah, like no, get into it and stuff. But yeah, it's fair I'll point. probably end up buying it. it. It might not be as terrible as the first game. So. <laughs> uh, also, one that I'm interested in is Forza Horizon uh, three, four, four, which I think I'll be, which I think I'll be getting. It's so relaxing. It so is boring. It is. That's exactly why I yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah. It's brilliant. That's fair it's uh, it's it's the best. It's it's the it's my listening to podcasts and playing video ah, games time because you don't have to have the sound or anything. Yeah, you can just listen to something else and just drive around. Okay. Uh, so I'll probably be doing that, and yeah. that might be an excuse for me to upgrade the video card in my PC. 
Nice, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so the new RTX card's going to be coming out later this year. Oh, cool. Uh, and that might be an excuse to do that. I was talking to Andy the other day about how you convince yourself into doing these things. It's like it's like you're saying, you, you yeah, see yeah. something, you don't, you don't need it at all, yeah. but you end up tricking yourself into needing it, and then all of a sudden it becomes a major compulsion. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I have to have it now. And then yeah. you're planning ahead what you're going to do. Uh, the same thing happened when I bought my game in PC. Because yeah. I was on there going, oh, I've seen this one for like 900 quid. And then John started talking about, oh, what you really need is this type of drive. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. right, well, now that adds 200 quid onto it. But now I've convinced myself I want my game in PC. Exactly. So I'm just like, well, John's just made my life much, about 200 pounds worse, hasn't he? And then he starts talking and I'm like, right, you stop it now, Yeah, John. you stop saying things yeah. now. It's so easy to get yourself down a bloody rabbit but hole. But I, I don't feel the need to upgrade my PC now, currently. Yeah, like, yours is quite new still, so yeah, 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 it's, a good spot. It, does, it wasn't like top, top of the range, but it was like powerful as hell yes. when I bought it. And yeah. I, I'm yet to find a game that it doesn't deal with really, really well on high settings. Yeah, so. I think these days, like, it's way better than it used to be. Yeah, like, yeah. it used to be that graphics card would last you one year. Yeah, yeah. And you're buggered straight yeah. afterwards. Well, I think if you buy top of the range, you like, the games are so far behind, like, in exactly, terms of development. Because yeah. they, they're not going to design it for a, like, one percent of the people to play yeah they're going to design it for most there's people. usually just one game like yeah. crisis that's designed for oh, the one percent i remember that it's like i remember trying to play it on a laptop impossible and it was just like it, it played for about 30 seconds then went no yeah it wouldn't run on anything the other game uh that i'm really excited about for the pc i think because i'm probably getting it on pc again is the new doom game because that was so good yeah. on PC last time with like everything turned up full, super high frame rate. It's it, really cool. It looks like they've gone a bit like that with Rage 2 as well. So yeah. you, you might be interested in that. It's, it's not really... I don't think I'll get the new Doom. I, I didn't get too far into the original one. I enjoyed it, but it's yeah. not my sort of game anymore, really. It's not me either, but I, it just got me for some reason. So yeah. I, think I'll, I think I'll pick it up. But it is tempting on PS4 as well, because now I've got the Pro, I have noticed that games on the Pro are starting to look much more PC-ish. Yeah, yeah. They're like Spider-Man really looks has that I don't really know how to describe it but when you play something on really high res graphics with all the textures turned on the PC at a high frame rate it has this much more physical feel to yeah. it objects feel more uh-huh. tangible and physical and that was always what I felt lacked on consoles everything was a bit flat yeah. you know but PS4 Pro really does that so games have that more I'm physical wondering feel if that's the same thing where because the PS Pro then came out, they only at that point did they start designing games for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Or they wanted to see yeah. whether it sold enough to make it worthwhile. So I think a lot of them are doing this uh, dynamic resolution thing. Yeah, so yeah. when it can, it ups the res Upscales, really high, yeah. uh, which makes cutscenes and stuff look fucking But amazing. if it's just upscaling rather than being designed for that, it can sometimes feel a little bit false or it makes it look worse in, in some aspects. Yeah, no, I think they know exactly what they're yeah. doing now. So a lot of them always have variable resolution running all the time. It's but I think there was, a, there was talk when it first came out of, you you know that scene in the uh, King Kong that Peter Jackson did yes. where they're running oh, away no, from dinosaurs so and it's clearly them in front of a green screen running yeah. away from it. And I I, I heard some rumours that some of the original games that were upscaled for the PS Pro looked a bit like that ah, because gotcha. effectively it looked fine when it was a bit fuzzy around the edges. Yes. But but when as soon as you make it clear, it's just like, yeah, that does not look good. Yeah, well, I remember there were some things that were like, well, we'll just up the rest of the menu yeah. <laughs> but the game's going to stay the same. Anyway. So, yeah, so there we go. Uh, any more for any more um, games you've been playing recently? No, that, like, I've played very little other than Dead Cells a lot of the time. Nice. But, um, oh, it does sound very good. I'm I'm keen to I think when it gets a price drop I'll go for um, Divinity Original Sin two on the PS4 because that's yes. out now. I wanted to bring this up because you explained to me before why it's so fucking expensive. Why is it so expensive? Well, they've Always. they've redesigned it from from the ground up, but it up. never seems to it never seems to drop in price. Like, no, I don't know who the publisher is or um, whatever, but it it starts off through Kickstarter. So right, effectively, okay. I think they try and milk as much money as possible, okay. but it's very much a labour of love, and I think because it's not. You know, it's not one of those games that's going to sell like a million yeah. copies or whatever. Because I saw it, it appeared on the PlayStation Store. It's an eighteen-month-old game. Yeah, yeah. It's still fifty quid. I was like, Phew. but bear in mind they've redone it from the ground up for, okay. the, for the console, so the console interaction will be much better than the first one. Nice. Um, and also, uh, they've changed bits of the plot and stuff like that. Okay, so, cool. I will be tempted. I think it'd be great fun yeah, for all yeah. of us to be playing it together. I must admit, I bought the first one for about 20 quid about a year after it came out so okay. maybe in a year's time it will be 20 quid or whatever yeah. so uh, but there's a huge amount of content in there well so, there definitely yeah. is because i enjoyed it on pc but we never really got deep into it because we couldn't yeah. get together enough to play it well even then when i was playing it single player and i got i got through about 20 25 hours of it and nice. 
that was not even 10% of the game. So. If we could get four of us regularly playing that, I think it would be a lot of fun. I agree, although I'm, we'll probably have to give up our, our jobs and stuff. <laughs> that is true. Right, we're going to take a very little break, and then after the break, I'm going to resurrect an old section of we the show. Is it a quiz? Because I'm, I'm going to have an advantage. It's not a quiz. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment. That is right. We've been playing Overwatch again. We have, yeah. And I've, it's been really good. I've really enjoyed it. I don't know, like, we, we, had, we had a bit of a bad time. We had a bad trot for a while. We were, we were playing competitive because we were deep into competitive. Then we started losing a lot of competitive matches, uh, and it just became a little bit of a frustration, and the meta was getting a little bit out of control, and so we kind of just moved away. And there were loads of other games yeah. and stuff. I, I think it's that thing, familiarity breeding contempt. Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. like, think about your favourite food. If you ate your favourite food every day... You like, would get a bit much. Well, apart from lasagna. Lasagna never gets boring. <laughs> but imagine, like, all burgers. Burgers aren't. Um, <laughs> this is a bad analogy. It is. Okay, let's think about something I kind of like. Uh, well, let's say chips. Like, chips from the chip okay, shop. Yeah. If you ate that yeah. every day for every meal, yeah. oh, God, you'd, you'd feel awful yeah. after about two weeks. No, actually, probably about a week maybe a few days anyway yeah. um but if you then took a break and you had some chips you'd be like these are amazing yeah exactly so, yeah, it overwatches the chips of, uh, <laughs> of computer games i think coming back to it now you realize how much the game has changed uh since it since yeah. it first came out but also i think the reason that we're enjoying it again is because we're playing quick play i agree uh and i think the joy of that is that progression everything else goes out the window yeah. you're literally every game is an individual standalone chance to enjoy yourself. It is. And that is all it is. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I think it's so good because when when you're only worried about having a good time, mm. if you're in with a team you don't like, we just quit. Yeah. And we're like, oh, we don't like these guys. Just quit and we'll play something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, You know, or we don't like this map. Let's just jump out and we'll play yeah. something else. I fucking love that. Yeah. Because it's not like in competitive, you'd get dropped in with a shit team on a shit map yeah. and you'd have to endure it for half an hour oh, and God. lose at the end. And you'd be like, great. Yeah. And and the worst thing is if you're almost about to win on a map that you never won and you're just like feeling quite good and then they rip you off. From yeah, it. yeah. Because yeah. one of your players is dropped out like yeah. a coward because he hasn't got decent like yeah, internet that that is still for me a fundamental flaw in the in the competitive yeah, stuff yeah, and it I was agree. those it it was yeah the community I still still think is decent for Overwatch I mean we don't we only know by player activity right because yeah, we don't yeah. ever jump on the group chat um but you just get the feeling in in quick play that everybody's there for the same reason we're yeah, just yeah. having a bit of fun and because the dropouts get backfilled without you even realising in a lot of cases, uh-huh. it's great. So you never get these big swings, yeah. you know? And I find myself getting less frustrated. Like, you could have the worst team makeup. You, you're sat in the thing, just going, oh, terrible. And you just go, well, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. In, in competitive, you're like, oh, we haven't got a healer. Oh, yeah. no, it's going to be... I don't care anymore. And because the games are short, too, because back in competitive mode, you still only play one way yeah, is yeah. a match. Yeah. So if you play one match, you defend, and it re- you realise it's fucked up okay well we did that game and now i'm gonna quit and find another group to drop absolutely into. Yeah. and yeah i've been i've been really enjoying it and i think i like i like the endorsement system yes let's talk about that for a it second it annoys so, me because like so after a game you can endorse people based on like good teammate like you know good communication all this sort of stuff yeah. and you can actually endorse the other team as well we like when it's me, you, and Andy. There are three of us. There are three other players. I think we should all be getting three endorsements <laughs> from those players because you can endorse like three up to three players. But if you endorsed everyone in every game, the system would lose all meaning. I do. I I endorse three people because I I hope that they're going to endorse me. <laughs> um, but there are sometimes when there's three of you, and sometimes you do get two or three like yeah. endorsements. But most of the time, it's very quiet, and you don't get the endorsements, and you think, "What did I do?" Exactly. Like you never have a like, look in the mirror. It's probably like a poor boy who's on voice chat. He's lonely, and they, he sees the three of us, and he goes, "Oh, I, I hope they interact with me." And we don't. So that is true. Like, We'd never know, though, no, would we? No, and he he might be an asshole. I don't know. He well, might, exactly. I don't. He wanna, might be a massive racist. I don't want to drop on the group chat because then no. you're going to be. Oh God, the real world will be revealed to us. Yeah, and I, I don't mean, want that. I think in terms of toxicity, the PS4 would be 
better than both the PC and Xbox. Yeah, I guess. But so. I think that's only relative in terms of it's still <laughs> yeah. not going to be full of people that would have accept like behavior that's acceptable in in public. That is true. Talk to me about uh the new characters because I I'm in a position now where basically I only play like three or four characters. And I'm, I've, I've reached a point where I'm comfortable yeah, with that. I'm yeah, just I'm, happy with that. Because I enjoy the game more when I'm playing this. I'm very games. much the same because I I don't play any of the most recent three characters. So you've got... Uh, you've got three of them. You've so got you've Moira. Got, uh, I was, wasn't including okay. her because I do occasionally play her. Moira, Brigitte... Uh, br- the, I'm, I'm going... The hamster. Brigitte, Hammond the hamster, yeah. and Symmetra. <laughs> Oh, you're including Symmetra yeah. as a new character. Symmetra is a new character. I I used to love playing Symmetra. I have Me too. no interest in the current. No, Symmetra. I haven't even I haven't um, even picked her since. She's got this giant wall. Her teleport is not as good. She only gets three. I I used to love putting all the turrets up. Like, yeah, and and I, I just the I just, turrets are well OP at the minute. I think if you are. play Symmetra, you're going to get yeah. kills. But I don't think they're as OP as some of the characters that I like playing. <laughs> like Arissa is. Arissa is strong at the uh, moment. I'm, I'm a fan of playing her. I'm not yeah. a fan of going up against her. She's in a lot of games these she days. Um, you also her... notice that Diva is in every game now. Yeah. Diva's in every single game. Um, Since they made the change where she can fly and shoot, yeah. I think that's made Well, a big she takes difference. out uh, Farrah, so yeah. it's always good. Yeah. And but, she's so much more aggressive. Like, yeah. you can now you can now be really aggro and fly into people yeah. directly, which mm. Diva never did before, really. So it's pretty cool. I've not really got a problem with her because I'm playing Arissa, so she she dies yeah. very very quickly. I but... just find I, I'm eating through uh, through divas like most games. Yeah, yeah. but it's I'm building up your old quite a is, lot. That so, is very true. Um, but what I like is although they've made all these changes, some of them for the worse. So Symmetra, I think, is for the worse. Some yeah. people will argue differently. Um, it hasn't made her be played in, um, as far as I'm aware, in competitive or in. Um, Right, okay. Uh, you know, in the uh, pro scene, yeah, which is what they're trying to do. But effectively, the pro scene doesn't... I've talked about this a lot. Pro scene should not be dictating how that game develops. No, absolutely. The game should develop for the core player base, not yeah. for the pro scene. Yeah, 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 I agree. It is surprising. It is surprising that they're trying... that they're so concerned about the play numbers. Yeah. But... I, I suppose in competitive it matters because they need to make sure that things are as balanced as possible. In quick play, it's less important because yeah. the comps are often fucked up anyway. Like, you often drop into games where people just don't want to play a healer, so there you go, no healer. What annoys me is the fact that they are still dropping characters in and stuff because I want, I want Overwatch too. That's yeah, what I want. I, I wonder how long. Because also with the loot box situation now and the stuff that happened in, I think it was Belgium, where they, yeah. where they agreed that loot boxes were now gambling, so they've been taken out uh-huh. of lots of stuff. I wonder if that will encourage them to say, well, how are we going to monetize this game for any length of time? And if we can't monetize it, do we need to release another one. Yeah. And what they need to do is it needs to be like 30 years in the future oh, where the okay. younger characters are old and have different abilities yeah. or have the same abilities, but they're worse or something. Nice. And their children are taking over from uh, them, but they've all got different... Like, I want to see Reinhardt's son, but he's got a really ill-fitting suit and he just can't do his things properly. <laughs> or... Like, you know, Winston has had an affair with Moira. And there's basically a, an orangutan there, like a ginger ginger monkey. That would be cool. They need to get you on the writing team over Yeah, there. yeah. Like, I'm, I'm available. Uh, Jeff? Jeff? Give Jeff a call. Yeah. I, I can't give him a call. I I was I was hoping to interact with him on Twitter. He's not on the Twitter. Is he not? No, very sensible. It is. <laughs> Can you imagine sensible. the abuse he I know. Getting? Crikey. Poor man. So, yeah. So, I'm really pleased that we're back into the Overwatch. Because I, I think it is it's really and, good. And I haven't touched for... Fortnite no no since we started playing overwatch there's only one room room for one uh multiplayer like tonight i'm thinking oh yeah let's get on and play some overwatch yeah like, we're it. back to that again I, I didn't i didn't do it last night because i was feeling down but it's like yeah, I yeah think, I we're think... back to it we'll play some overwatch that'll make you feel better oh, it will it will i can be junk rat <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> cheer me right up it's always good so yeah so i'm really pleased to be getting back into a bit of the old uh a bit of the old overwatching and I think that pretty much brings us bang up to date. Yeah, I, I don't have anything else to add. No, there we go. So it has been a pleasure, uh, as always, Matt. It's been an absolute delight. Yeah, it's been nice. Uh, and uh, we'll be back again uh, with another edition of uh, of the Idiot Gamer podcast. I was thinking and maybe we'll tease this now, that I'd like to do a special uh, with you, Matt, just on RPGs and all of our favourite things. We should about get Matt RPGs. Holland on for that because we will yes. argue. 
yeah let's bring Matt on board for that and I think it would be really really cool so uh, keep your lookout for that maybe coming soon RPG special RPG special otherwise we will catch you next time on the Idiot Gamer Podcast <laughs>